Hi again, welcome back. We have made it to episode three on A Crack of Clarity. And I'm really excited to share today's message. And it's not gonna be the one that I mentioned in the previous episode. It's actually gonna be something that just came to me about an hour ago while I was taking a shower. And I thought to myself, this is actually what needs to be talked about first. So I'm gonna cut straight to the chase. When I first started out doing my own work and really becoming acquainted with things, the clarity that I was after in order to ease my own confusion, I thought I was going to find it by uncovering the why behind who I am. The I was looking for just this easy, digestible explanation for why I do the things that I do, why I fear the things that I fear, why I love the things that I love, and everything in between. And don't get me wrong, I feel like along this whole journey, there have been several moments where I have either reached a point where I felt like I had some sort of explanation, or I've had someone else kind of uncover a possible explanation for something. But it didn't necessarily give me the long lasting type of clarity I was really after. That explanation, that why was just a temporary relief because it's almost as if I didn't realize at that time, whatever explanation was being given to me was very much um, just an answer for whatever the temporary situation was going on in my life. But at the same time, it felt like it was the same underlying theme. And so it felt like I was really progressing, like I was really getting somewhere by having this explanation, by having this why. So even though I felt like I hadn't, like I said, that temporary relief because it's like, oh, that's, you know, that's what it is. This is what it means. I felt after a while like the I wasn't getting the same hit of relief every time I would have an explanation or a why presented to me or um, or I would present it to myself. It just, I felt like it was keeping me stuck. And I was just honestly really like, well, you know, I'm getting really good at I, having that level of awareness to say, here's a situation that I'm currently in and I'm showing up this way because of X, Y, and Z. Now, I want to backtrack just a little bit and mention that this is a whole step-by-step process that it would be impossible for me to have expected myself to let go of the need to have an explanation and the need to have a why behind things because, you know, for so long, my biggest obstacle, my biggest hurdle in all of this was my denial. I... I wanted and clung so hard to my denial in order to bypass around even having to look for a why in the first place. Because if I can just continue denying that there even is a problem or anything like that, then then it's just, you know, I can just say it doesn't exist. I don't need an explanation or a why for something that doesn't exist in my world. So once that big hurdle was out of the way and I pushed away the denial and and gave that to myself. 
like I said, that it felt like I had to have this explanation and, and why around everything, almost like a, a psychoanalysis for everything in my life. And um, I think for myself, and I think for a lot of people, this is the step in the process that we can get stuck in. We can get stuck in this like hyper awareness around everything that we do, everything that we say. And it's like, we've experienced one time or enough times of getting that hit of relief of clarity of being like, Oh, um, you know, I, I did this today. It was uncomfortable and it was uncomfortable because of this from my past. Boom. Okay. Check. I have progressed because I've been able to provide an explanation or a why behind it. Now, another reason that that explanation and why is so important to both myself and a lot of other people when starting out in all of this messiness and, and confusion is, you know, like I said, it provides that sense of relief and that relief comes from being seen for something that either if you're like me, you've denied from yourself or you've tried any other amounts of ways to hide from. So yes, in that sense, you quite literally are getting clarity. You are shining light on something that you've refused to look at before or be seen for before. So yeah, that's gonna feel like a relief in a sense. But like I said, it's, it's only temporary relief. There came a point in my journey and my process where those explanations and whys behind things were no longer helping me. They weren't making me feel any better about ways I was still showing up in certain areas of my life. It was like there was this new hurdle in place that I couldn't see over. I could only just look at the hurdle and say why it was there in the first place. But the the next level to all this, the next step lies beyond the why. It lies beyond the explanation for for the trauma, for, for everything, for the pain. When I still found myself in situations that were causing me pain and making me feel like I didn't want to feel, no amount of explanation was going to cut it in, the, in that circumstance anymore. I could no longer just stand there and talk myself down by giving myself some sort of logical, rational way for why I was feeling the way that I was feeling. No amount of trauma talk, trauma explanation was going to cut it anymore. And after a while, there was a, a saying or a phrase that kind of came to me. And that phrase was, the logic does not negate the feeling. The logic does not negate the feeling. And I remember, I want to chuckle now because I remember first having that realization and being like, oh, yeah, <laughs> the logic does not negate the feeling. The feeling is still there. The feeling does not give a you know what about the logic of it. So so what does that leave you with? If, if the relief is not found in the logic and the explanation for why you feel a certain way about something, then, then how else are you going to 
navigate it? How else are you going to get through the feeling? You know, there's a lot of, you know, times where I feel like we are told we need to sit with the feeling. And that's all fine and well. But for me, the longest time sitting with the feeling equated to I'm going to sit with this feeling until I have a logical reason for why I feel this way. Because if I have a logical reason behind that, then that means I can share that with another person and it's going to smooth out the rough edges of this entire experience that I'm having. It's going to um, make this all acceptable. And that's simply not always true. I was finding that when I would, you know, re-encounter a situation with um, a person that has caused a lot of pain in my life. And I would say something along the lines of when you did this or when you said this, I felt this and I felt this way because of this, this, and this. And even though I could deliver that smoothly and clearly, I didn't necessarily get the response back that I thought I was going to get by by sharing, you know, what I felt to be the truth, which was the logic behind it all, I thought that that was just going to make everything better. And it took another really hard gut punch for me to realize that that's not entirely how things get better for a person. What is it beyond the why that I was searching for, that maybe you're searching for? What is it really that we're after in terms of clarity when it comes to pain that we have experienced in the past and maybe continue to still experience now in the present? The thing that lies beyond the logic of your feeling is the desire for comfort. At the end of the day, we just want to be comforted in times of pain. For an example, let's say you stub your toe on the corner of the coffee table. If I were to come in and say, so the reason that you stubbed your toe was that when you took your first step with your right foot, instead of your normal gait, you decided to swing it outward uh, an exact 20 degrees, and that was just enough to hit the edge of the coffee table and nag your pinky toe. Like, no, in that moment, you don't give a you-know-what about the, the why behind the reason that now your toe feels like this stabbing thing that is causing a lot of pain. No, you want to be comforted in that moment. So if I were instead to sweep in and start touching your foot, trying to comfort you, that would be weird in a lot of ways. And it wouldn't be effective because at the end of the day, only you know which toe and which part of your toe to touch to try to make yourself feel better. And I know this can probably sound like a really weird example to all of this, but in terms of trying to... Um, convey this concept, I think that this is probably one of the easiest and simplest ways to get there. So bear with me on the stub toe example. But seriously, think about it. In those moments where you are in pain over something, do you really care for to know the reason why you're in pain? No, you just want comfort. You just want relief from it. And 
you know, you'll look for relief in any way that you know how to get it. You know, you'll rub your toe right where you think it's going to give you relief to start to feel better, to, to ease the, the sharp pain that you just experienced. So it, it almost begs the question, it's like, okay, if that's true for, you know, uh, physical pain in that regard, then when it comes to mental and emotional pain, why do we forget that truth? Why do we forget that only we know how to comfort ourselves in those times that we're in pain? Only we know exactly what we need to give to ourselves. And, you know, I think it's probably because we think that, okay, this problem, this pain, the origin of it is in my mind. And so maybe the answer lies within my mind too, by giving this, this logical reason behind it. And so for me, I just felt so frustrated because like, that just seemed like what I needed to do to, to fix the pain, to just get some relief. But I'm telling you when, you know, just a few months ago, when my days consisted of laying on my couch for the entire day, living off of DoorDash and not moving all day, gluing my eyes to Netflix and then back to Instagram and then back to Netflix. No, if, if a person came through my door, knelt down beside me on the couch and stared at me and gave some sort of explanation for why I was behaving the way that I was in that moment, why I was experiencing so much pain and why I couldn't get off the couch. It wasn't going to help. It wasn't going to help. I just, I didn't care anymore. I didn't care about any sort of reason for why I had spiraled so far down and so far away from the person that I know myself to be and that I want to be and that I have experienced before. You know, I, I wouldn't have cared if someone would have said to me, so the reason that you are throwing away your health and your happiness, something that you've worked so hard to garner and curate for yourself is because of this from your past and this and this and this and how it has all come together in your present. Like I just, it just wasn't gonna work. It wasn't gonna be the thing that lit a fire under me and said, okay, I'm going to get off the couch now and I'm going to clean up my life, clean up my act and start creating the life that I actually want to lead. It wasn't going to work anymore. And it, believe me, like I tried to comfort that pain with a little bit of logic and a whole lot of Netflix and a whole lot of, you know, just let me be in my comfy clothes and under the blankets and, and just hide. Because in those, those moments of survival and those moments of just like, my God, I hope, I don't know how I got here. I don't know how it got this bad, but I, I need, I need help. And it took me, it took me months months and months to finally consistently get off the couch. It, it took me realizing that I just wanted comfort. I just wanted to, for the first time, start talking to myself in a more compassionate way to begin 
saying things to myself that felt like they could ease the pain temporarily and allow me to get up and get a little bit more momentum behind me to start redirecting my course of life. When it comes down to it, your depression does not care about why it exists. Your anxiety does not care about why it exists. Any other sort of mental health struggle does not really care about why it exists in the first place. That's not going to make it any better at the end of the day. It's just going to provide that temporary relief. The longer and longer and longer you just hold so tightly to the clarity that you think you need in the form of an explanation, the longer you are robbing yourself of what you are actually looking for and what you actually want to bring into your life from the pain that you have experienced. Letting go of the explanation does not mean that the pain didn't happen. I think for so long I refused to let go of the need for an explanation is because I thought it was going to take away my feelings. I thought it was going to invalidate the way that I felt. And that's simply not true. If this episode has led you to now ask yourself, well, how do I comfort myself through my pain? That I totally understand can feel like another daunting question to ask yourself, another layer of the confusion that just apparently just keeps popping up, right? You're like, man, I came to this this show and this episode to not feel so confused anymore. But you know, I think something that's really important to convey is that there are always new layers to things, new new experiences that when you first touch them, the, the default will be confusion for a while until the you get the clarity that you need. So if you get anything from this episode, maybe begin asking yourself that question. Instead of saying, why do I feel this way? turn it around and begin to ask yourself, how can I begin to comfort myself in this situation? How can I begin to speak to myself in a way that eases the pain that I'm experiencing within the moment? What can I do to begin moving past this? And it's honestly, it's probably going to feel very, very frustrating to start with because it's like you you're like, well, of course I know how to comfort myself when I stub my toe. But I honestly, I'm really at a loss for how to truly nurture and comfort myself in times of mental and emotional pain. You know, I've always done this instead to hide from it or to get some sort of relief from it temporarily. Like I actually don't know what to do. But simply you asking a new question is going to bring in more answers, answers that obviously you haven't had before and therefore give you more options and avenues to actually begin bringing lasting comfort and clarity around the pain. This is a wrap on episode three of A Crack of Clarity. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And if you are interested in carrying on the conversation 
on anything I've mentioned so far in the entire show, this episode alone. However you feel, I'm going to drop some contact information in the show notes. I will drop my Instagram handle and I'll also drop my email. So please feel free to reach out. Like I said, if you feel like there's a part of anything that I talked about that you'd like to expand more on and share with me, I would love to hear it. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode, and I look forward to connecting with you in the next one.